LMT is a lens by which you assess all economic understanding. The street is full of corruption. It is baked in to every aspect of our society. Hundreds. Lenin was predicting global finance capital would do all the things it's doing today. This is written over a hundred years ago. So forth. This is Steve. I am the Rogue Scholar. And today we're going to be talking about a little play on Agatha Christie. And then there were none. And I'm looking at this from a standpoint of all the things that are happening in front of us today that we're not prepared for, that we are not actively organizing around, that there's not a politician actively championing, that there are not organizations structurally set up and, and able to bring about knowledge and action for these very key subjects. We're losing our rights on a daily basis. The Supreme Court has been stripping them from us nonstop, and it's only going to get worse. This isn't getting better. It's getting worse. And remember, the effort that the Republicans took over many, many years to capture local state houses, to capture local courthouses to capture the actual Supreme Court has been a very focused effort for 40 years. I want you to understand this for more than that, actually, probably 50 years, going back to the 60s, maybe even 60 years. Okay. They have had a strategy. They started local. They took over school boards. They took over governorships. They took over everything. And the Democrats, rather than be the alternative, rather than be the party for the people, the Democrats, under the third way push under Bill Clinton, gave up because the Democrats were in the wilderness. If you remember during the Reagan years, there were huge swaths of Democrats that would call themselves Reagan Democrats. Okay. So we have been dealing with this strategic move. And I'm not even worried about the quote unquote Republican Party. It's not about party politics. It is about an ideological uh, framework of people, a network of people that hail from the Chicago School and hail from Mount Pelerin Society, that hail from that libertarian monetarist uh, view that have captured all aspects of government and not just here in the United States. It, it, it's literally a global problem. And every step that we take, we have to look right and then we have to look left to see if, in fact, we have anybody there with us and whether or not they're checked out, they're bored, they're off to another subject, they're chasing headlines, they're watching paparazzi, whatever. It's like each time. You know, I, I was talking to somebody on the phone earlier today about this, and I think of the old Star Wars adats, those big, huge walkers. And every time one of their feet would go, like, and that right there is what's happening in this race, this race to the bottom, this race for global dominance. And quite frankly, you see reports out that young kids are saying there's nothing we can do about climate crisis. 
There's nothing we can do. So forget about it. Go live your best life. And every one of these things is just going like this. So, you know, for those of you who are kind of picking up what I'm putting down and I may be speaking in code, just imagine every time you try to clean your house or every time you try to clean your bathroom, as soon as you wipe the sink out, somebody spits a bunch of toothpaste in the sink and junks it up as you're trying to clean the bathtub. And then when you go to the toilet, you realize that somebody's in the bathtub shaving their pubes or something like that and putting their makeup all over the bathtub and everything. So now you've gone from the sink being a filthy mess to the bathtub being a filthy mess, but you clean your ba- your toilet. And now all of a sudden you're back to having to scrub your sink again and your bathtub's fucked up, right? That's what's happening now. We're having to reclaim fights that were already won or you thought were won, but were never codified. And this goes back to things, knowledge that we had about economics back during the FDR era, when we got to see what it was like to have an invigorated public purpose. We understood that the nation could do great things. We did understand that everyone understood that that was why people felt like America was a great country because everybody pulled together. At least they thought they did. That was the view. Obviously, lots of people were left behind. Obviously, we had huge civil rights issues, et cetera. But the point was, is that we have lost a lot of important things and we keep running around trying to get things we've already taken care of. And the kids, they're not having it. They don't care. I I was blown away by how few young people care about the environment and you need numbers folks we need numbers we don't have a narrative we don't have a champion who in congress right now is literally putting out the bat signal about climate crisis who i don't see anyone doing it and i see an enormous amount of people still fighting battles about affordability and fighting battles about all kinds of like nonsense, quite frankly, things that, that are irrelevant. And I'll give you an example. I was on the show with Jordan Cherit last night talking about the latest shootings, the shooting in Ohio, shooting in Chicago. There was a whole bunch of shootings over the 4th of July weekend. And so the focus then becomes about gun control once again. Okay, we're back to gun control. Like it's like wash, rinse, repeat. We go in this loop, the circle, right? And on one hand, you know damn well the right wing, again, for years and years and years has been prepping for a civil war. So they have guns stashed everywhere. And, you know, the right wing has been fighting tooth and nail and organizing to have a constitutional convention. They are desperate for the left to be dumb enough to want a constitutional convention. They will actually chauffeur lefties to the constitutional convention. They'll even put them up and make breakfast for them to get them there on time. Because the right wing, once again, has been planning and working hand in hand since well before the 60s. Okay, Since immediately after World War II, when Joe uh, Stalin was our big enemy now, And we were trying to redefine the world around beating socialism, beating communism, okay? We have seen this scourge 
that has taken place and it is little by little by little by little by little shrunk our brains to the point where we can't envision better shrunk our brains to the point where we can't imagine having a potential stake in fixing this all the while the right wing has decimated labor unions has decimated the ability to strike has decimated and taken away the tools strikers have to be able to affect change made them illegal if you will so anytime a union person would go to take a strike to make a demand occur they would have to literally break laws it's not even like just you know hey we're doing something that's annoying and obnoxious they're literally having to break laws Okay, that's how much the right wing has been working their asses off the right to work states, eliminating any protections whatsoever, gigifying the economy. And that at that, that that big, huge walker from Star Wars that I was talking about every time that foot lands, you know, something else got taken away from you. And we keep feeling the pressure, the intense pressure of all the things that we knew and loved, the safety nets that we hoped would be there for us, being literally wiped away from us, taken away. Just taken away. You know, and when I was talking about building the promo for this and I was talking through what the topic was gonna be, you know, I was liking it to a game of musical chairs where we keep going and playing musical chairs and all of a sudden there's somebody else left out. Okay, now it's... Uh, we, we can't spend money anymore because they've made it so that if we spend money, it's, it's inflationary. That's what they say. Oh, now we changed it to, we can't curb emissions because, you know, that's violating now the Supreme court's ruling. So boom, we can't fight climate change. Oh, now we've gone ahead and made it so that, uh, you know, gay people are, are once again, ostracized. So now all of a sudden we've got to focus on keeping them from getting beaten up and, and, and destroyed. Right. And then we've got black and brown people getting gunned down by police it's like one thing after another shooter it's all these things that keep us from organizing around these core things to believe to even believe that we can do anything you know i you talk to people and the the overall mood the feeling is that we can't do anything and so as you know here at rp we try to focus on the big picture all these aspects as it ties back to modern monetary theory, right? The MMT angle at the bottom is what ties all these seemingly wide open, disparate things together. The reason we do that is because everybody needs to understand MMT, not just people that know MMT. We need the Republicans to know it. We need the Democrats to know it. We need the Greens to know it. We need to let all of our friends and allies that are in these other nonprofit organizations and activist groups to know it. We need the Sunrise Movement to know it. We need Extinction Rebellion to know it. We need DSA to know it. We need Progressive Democrats of America to know it. We need our revolution to know about it. We need every Black Alliance for Peace. Yay, Ajama, we need you to know about it. We need everyone to know about it because you cannot do anything. And the more they take, the further up we've got to climb just to get back to neutral. We're not even at neutral. We're, we're subterranean right now with this shit. Okay. We're subterranean. 
Oh my goodness. I didn't see this. I'm, I'm going to put this comment up here. Uh, comment by Mark Fabian, a man jumped from the top of a crane in Pittsburgh yesterday. His hopelessness could not be abated by the first responders. If that it's this world of precarity that fosters hopelessness and you're exactly right. I mean, this is exactly right. And I also want to thank our friend double K for showing up and giving us a nice all super chat. Thank you so much. We desperately need the funds for sure. And Colorado People's News, this, I agree with you. We can't even get government and corporate buildings insulated. Every one of our politicians doesn't give a damn about climate change, including at the local and state levels. This is exactly correct. I mean, what's happened is, is that they have put us in a position where our immediate circumstances are so precarious that we can't focus on anything. We're spun around the axle 700 ways a Sunday, talking about some war over there, way across the pond over there and across the continent out there between Ukraine and Russia. We're talking about inflation. We're Every single piece of this mess is completely out of control, completely unhinged. And, and you look and you say to yourself, I, I, you know, if I can shut that noise off, to shut that noise off and say, there's a lot of pe people that are going to die regardless. There's a lot of people that are going to die regardless because of climate crisis. And the fact that we've got tons of immigrants that are going to be going across looking for shelter and xenophobia is going to be raising its ugly head because we haven't eradicated the, the false scarcity narrative. And all of a sudden wars for water, et cetera. And it just keeps devolving and devolving and devolving until it's until it explodes you know and i think to myself it doesn't do us any good to be snarky it doesn't do us any good to get quick jabs and pot shots what has to happen is we have to literally do the thing that you all hate doing that we all hate doing and that is lay our fucking distractions down and sit down and say, oh, shit, let's talk about how we fix this. I don't want to speak any horror into existence, but I envision this as if one of my own children had a, had a disease. And there's nothing that would take my mind off of that. There's nothing that could shake me from focusing on trying to save my child. Nothing. And to me, that's almost the level of focus we need to have to avoid all these other things, these other very important distractions from robbing us of building and structuring our ability to fight back against powers that are literally not even looking at us. We're irrelevant. We're irrelevant. We're not even asked our, 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 you know, what do you think, guys? This is going to sound hyperbolic. And it is hyperbolic. Let me just be honest. This is what I'm about to say is definitely hyperbolic. But I see a whole lot of similarity in the world that we're in today and The Handmaiden's Tale. I see a tremendous amount of similarities in the sense that 
people have to forget the things that matter to them to serve the masters. They have to forget who they are. They have to forget what matters to them and serve the masters. We have left the slavery that we all kind of knew existed in favor of an open air prison that I've talked about very frequently. You know, I mean, we don't have choices. I don't consider it to be of high moral value that somebody goes to work for somebody that is doing horrible things, but hey, they got a job. They're working. They're not a loafer, right? You know, we have every, each thing that we have to talk about that's important for our lives. There's a counter argument waiting there by a sick conservative person who's doing pretty well that doesn't give a flying fuck whether you live or die. And they literally, it's like everything from, hey, student debt. Well, I paid my student debt. You you shouldn't have taken out the loans if you weren't going to pay for them to, uh, hey, well, what are you doing, Steve, about climate crisis? Are you not eating meat yet? Hey, Steve, are you still drinking uh, bottled sodas out of plastic? Uh, well, you certainly aren't very serious about climate crisis, are you, Steve? You know, like I'm the guy at the packaging plant choosing plastic, right? There are so many wars, so many battles, so many little things that you can put on the little people. It's up to you, poors down there, to make better choices to save us. It's not us rich people that are on our yachts and sitting there literally going to Davos and, and, and at Wimbledon with our longish, bushy hair because we can get away with it because rich people can have eccentric hair, right? I mean, all the, the bougie fucks at, at Wimbledon sitting there very, very serious watching as the climate burns down. You know, they have their very, very cool, like I'm not quite normal hair, but it's not really punky hair. It's really kind of like, I'm just so smart and rich. I couldn't be possibly bothered to comb my hair kind of feeling, right? And, you know, I think to myself, there is a super divide super super divide and it's literally become the people that are on the one side are literally living their life as if nothing's wrong they're going on three four five six ten vacations a year they're 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 doing everything they possibly can and then this side over here is like god damn i'm kind of missing a tooth you know hey <laughs> guy hey guy Nice black hole, right? Nice black hole in my mouth. You know, guys like me sitting here fighting tooth and nail, coming to you on the screen, telling you to start trying to make it real for you, trying to help you see. And I'm sitting there with gaping holes in all my teeth, rotting out of my fucking mouth. But yet there are people that are sitting there at Wimbledon, chillaxians, like there's nothing going on. You know, there's people living under bridges. There's fucking bullshit everywhere. And we have not been able to organize anything. And then as soon as we do, there's some fuck face that's ready to co-opt it and roll it back into a party so that it can be crushed and killed. Why are we not talking about a Green New Deal right now? 
I don't care whether Biden's agenda is a Green New Deal or not. Why is no politician talking about Why are very few activists talking about it? I want you to understand why this matters, because if we keep waiting, everything's going to be gone. And we won't have the ability to even talk about this. Okay. Green New Deal covers a job guarantee. A Green New Deal covers Medicare for all. A Green New Deal covers education. A Green New Deal covers infrastructure. A Green New Deal covers a host of things, technologies to move us off of fossil fuels. It literally is the thing that will bring about a just economy. It will absolutely begin the process of uh, decarbonizing our environment. It will provide us with a equitable stake in learning and being a part of this environment and this, this community. The fact is, is that they're making it impossible. And with people really literally not even, I mean, like checked out, like if they don't have a Bernie Sanders at the top of the ticket, if they don't have some leader telling them it's okay to believe what the jackass on YouTube said, if Bernie doesn't say it, they don't listen. We, we, we keep waiting for a hero to ride through the door to actually meaningfully take this stuff seriously. And, and I don't know that a hero is going to come. I mean, the world is burning up. We don't have health care. The GOP has grabbed hold of the state and local judiciary, and they've taken hold of the Supreme Court. They're about to take over the White House. And you're going to see a huge, huge purge in Congress. We, and you're right, Aaron Anderson, with the comment of the day, when we, there are no heroes in office, we have villains. And that's exactly correct. They are villains. But it just, it's just like one, each day we wait, something else gets taken from us. Something else gets taken from us. And over here is survival. This thing way at the top over here, that's survival. That's where the Green New Deal lives. But now we've suddenly got to worry about gun control. And then we've got to worry about, you know, the don't say gay bill. And then we've got to worry about trans people being destroyed by fucking stupid morons that don't understand. And then you've got all these other aspects and all these things are personally important. They're very important, but they're all being stacked ahead of the Green New Deal, ahead of fixing the climate ahead of us, creating an environment where we can survive, uh, uh, blocking us from getting, hold on. So let, let's put this here. Let, I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to be Colorado people's news. I appreciate you. I love you, but I'm going to probably punch you with this one. You're not going to like my comment, but I hope that we'll stay friends afterwards. He says, Green New Deal doesn't address professional licensing scams that keep the same wealthy white men as the decision makers. They are not going to change with removing licensing scams like architecture. Now, let me be crystal clear here. The Green New Deal is a framework. It's not a bill. Okay. These are things that we need to definitely be rallying around. We need to be, ex this goes back to the regular New Deal. 
the same wealthy people won then too. It was not a new deal for all. Black and brown people were left behind. Indigenous people left behind. Everyone left behind except for the wealthy whites. And they had a nice, robust middle class made up of Dagwood and Blondie Bumstead. I mean, they had a bunch of white picket fence, you know, people that won out. But the Green New Deal itself is the best fucking thing we have. It's a framework. In other words, the very thing that you're talking about, Colorado People's News, could very easily be included in this. Now, mind you, I want to be crystal clear on this. I don't think that Congress is going to do anything for anyone at all. I don't think there's going to be anyone in Congress doing anything for us at all. I do think that there is a very real possibility because it's happened before. History tells us it's happened many times. I believe that when the people are willing to unite and organize and build the correct framework to respond and not dependent on the rise and fall of elections, okay, and just keep that principle. This is what we demand. This is what we demand. Take to the streets, literally block traffic, block entry, do union level organizing as people. If we don't do something like that, each step along the way, all these things that we've taken for granted for many years will be continually removed from us. And society wasn't good to begin with. Society wasn't good to begin with. Society was bullshit. It was terrible. It was awful. We had tons of problems. Okay. It's only getting worse. It's not getting better. Did you elect? First of all, I don't really believe we elected any of these people to begin with. I don't really believe we have free and fair elections in this country. I believe we have selections that they try to cover with a popular view of voting. I believe they try to make it look that way, but I believe they know exactly who they want in office and that's who they place in office and that's how they get in office. Okay. So you're, you're, you're like assuming this real thing that you you're 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 electing them they're listening to you they're they're going to do for you but i don't believe that's true and i believe enough of us have to make it so that it's such a punishing thing folks we are slaves without the the chains we're not here to be listened to we're here to be herded moved to this field so that they can plow this other field up so that they can like keep rotating the crops. They, they move us here, they move us there, and they focus, okay, now we're going to build out the war machine while we focus them over here on gay rights. And then the next thing, we're going to focus them on marijuana issues while over here we simultaneously come up with another free trade agreement, okay? Or go to war over here while simultaneously, you know, fucking up the electric system or so whatever the point i'm making is there's always a distraction there's always a rotating villain and i'm hoping that we look at this and say enough's enough because every day we wait every day somebody acts like this is just something to do every day people just act eh, whatever you know i mean, whatever get up they roll out of bed they do their own thing we got to stop waiting for a motherfucking savior. We don't have time. I'm telling you right now, this musical chairs game is down to where there's like two chairs left. 
It's not 40 chairs, not 100 chairs, not 1,000 chairs, not 350 million chairs. We don't have a chair for every person in this country. And we don't have a chair for every major issue that we've got to face. Because unfortunately, everything requires planning. It requires executing. It requires building the systems out. So you, I know it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that our government doesn't serve us. Yeah, fight for a chair. I actually like that. It's great. Um, I know it's hard to get it through your head to get, I mean, I sometimes when you're talking, you feel yourself wanting to believe that, damn it, Congress failed us again. Congress did something different. Congress, Congress, Congress is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. We're not their constituent. Their constituent is the ownership class, the capital class. They're doing exactly what they are supposed to do for their constituent. Again, we're just being herded around by jackbooted thugs and SWAT gear and riot gear. We're not really being allowed a voice at the table. We're not actually being considered, okay, as part of this system. We're, we're just, we're there. We're there to provide coffee and tea to the rich. We're there to make sure that their children are nursed. We're there to make sure that their beds are made. We're there to make sure that their limousines are kept clean. We're there to make sure that their yacht has a chef on it and that their yacht has a, a pool boy on it or whatever. But we're not living. We're serving. To see this, this is a class war that has a major cataclysmic climate change outcome waiting associated with it. I don't know how to shake it up and break it up and wake, you know, break the structure up and all. I don't know how to do that without making people realize that we cannot wait for a politician to say it's okay. We cannot keep waiting for Bernie Sanders to bless us to go move beyond him. We can't wait for someone. People of means actually believe, and this is from a UN publication. I put it up on the board, but I'm just, this is stream of consciousness, not a planned comment, but I'm adding it in because I feel it matters. There was an article by the UN that talked about how people think that hunger is a horrible thing and we want to eradicate hunger, but hungry people are very efficient people and hungry people are productive people and hungry people are what makes this economy work. So without hungry people, the economy would collapse. I'm not even joking. I swear to God, this was literally from the UN. We're nothing but consumption units to them. And so we keep waiting for them to give us permission. We keep looking for someone else to give us a, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Go ahead and do it, man. Go with God, dude. It makes sense now. It makes sense. Go out there and take to the streets. It's not going to happen. He's not going to say it. He's not going to say it, dudes and dudettes. 
we are it's it's almost like imagine kneeling on the floor while somebody who has a whip in their hand is just circling around you looking at you and wondering and you're not getting up and knocking the fuck out of them you're just kneeling down waiting for them to whip you That's what I feel like when I see us, the way we act, the way we don't organize, the way we check out, the way we come up with excuses for why a private currency from Bitcoin is somehow going to save us. It's a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. And that we're going to somehow or another, you know, create society in our image while we literally are just chattel. I mean, there are, there's, there's like levels here, right? We've got regular rank and file, poor people that are living under bridges that aren't eating, that are toothless, that are no health care, no family to care for them. Probably many of them schizophrenic drug abuse. And I mean, drug abuse, not just drug use, drug, drug addiction and, and, you know, trying to medicate away the pain of living in the shit all of a world. And then you've got that next layer that's just poor. They're the working poor. They live in whatever situations they live in. They're just trying to make ends meet. Then you've got that next tier of people that have maybe achieved a little bit of education and are doing okay. And then you've got that vaunted middle where people have gone to school, they've invested, they've done some things, and even they're getting pinched out. Even their houses, even their healthcare, even all the aspects of their life is even starting to suck. And then you got that next layer, just one inch above the pig slop. They're going on their trips. They're expanding their homes. They're making additions. They're laughing. They're drinking good booze. Their life is good. But the chairs are running out, folks. We've already gotten to where that middle class, that people with degrees and stuff are starting to hurt. We got that next level up. All it takes is a bad market. All it takes is some new law passed that makes whatever they were hoping for to work out for them, not work out for them. And then they'll be gone. They'll be back. They'll be falling back down into the pig shit. And then you're left with the oligarch class. And this is what happens with this system because see, when you have, when you start out, you start out with the King providing all for his servants and his, his subjects. And then as they privatize, the king says, well, now it's on you to go find your own food. And so the people are now trying to find their food. And then the next step is like, now it's on you to find your own health care. And then they take that away. And then it's not, it's on you to find your own way to get to school. And then they take that away. And each step along the way, they privatize more and more and more. And instead of owning it at the government level to fix it for us, they put it on we the little people to try to somehow or another survive. And we'll do anything we can to survive and we step on people and we, we do anything. But this is an ideological battle. It's a class war, but it's an ideological one because they know they're recreating antebellum. They're recreating a slavery world that looks more sanitary. Okay. 
the monetary system imposes taxes. Taxes create unemployed people. Unemployed people have to find paid work to pay their taxes. Those people end up taking whatever jobs they can get. And they have no real rights. They have no real anything. There's not much different. The slave master used to own the houses. The slave master used to provide the food, whether it was bad or good, he, whatever. We're still getting gunned down by police. It's not like we, we're not getting whipped at the pole. We are literally losing our homes. They are literally bringing us back to the days of slavery. I mean, literally a different form, a new kind of neo-feudalism. And, you know, Meg Garbonicus here, let's talk about, do y'all think, let's see in the comments, how many of you all think the things I'm saying are hyperbolic? How, how, how much, how many of you all think that what I'm saying is hyperbolic? The thing that I said that was hyperbolic in the beginning, I stated outright was hyperbolic. How many of y'all think it's hyperbolic? I think that this person's living in a pretty proverbial well-off world, probably doing pretty damn good. You know, Pr pretty, pretty, probably living in a pretty nice way, probably feeling nothing, probably busy judging people. Probably one of the people in the, the grocery line that looks over someone's shoulder to see if they're using food stamps and whether they're getting crab meat with their food stamps. That sort of dog-eat-dog -dog kind of hyperbolic much. Uh, all you have to do is have a tooth break off at the gum line, not be able to pay to get it fixed, and find out exactly how not hyperbolic this is. 12 years was given to us four years ago to address the, uh, the worst of climate crisis, to mitigate the carbon footprint. At four years later, here we are with eight years left. And what do we got? What do we got, folks? We got nothing. No action's been taken. We got a bunch of people on yachts at Davos. We have no champions anywhere. It's up to us. It's literally up to us. You're not getting what you need from your elected officials. In fact, let's just play for the hell of it, a game. Let's pretend momentarily that the Democratic Party is actually a party for we the people, not a billionaire donor class driven party. Let's pretend like they're for us. Have you ever seen a party do less? If, if you really believe they're there for us, have you ever seen a party do less? They have the presidency. They have Congress. And they have the Senate with a tiebreaker in the vice president. They've got two renegades in cinema and mansion that are used as the rotating villains to block legislation. Joe Biden, however, has a stack of executive orders that could do so many things, so many things, and is doing none of them. FDR, when he was dealing with his New Deal proposals, 
was getting pushed back by the Federal Reserve and pushed back by many of the congressional people um, because they thought, hey, man, this is going to fuck up the economy, blah, blah, blah. FDR said to the Supreme Court and he said to, uh, you know, the, the folks over there at the Fed, if you don't do this, I'm going to take action. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. The parliamentarian, precisely. Biden has done nothing. Now, all of a sudden, he said, well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tamper down. Maybe I'll tamper down, you know, the, the, the uh, filibuster rule just so we can codify Roe v. Wade. Let's codify the woman's right to choose. And we'll, we'll, we'll literally kill the filibuster for that one purpose. Never mind the fact that Democrats didn't get Ruth Bader Ginsburg to retire and replace her when they should have. Never mind the fact that you had people literally on the left, supposedly, supposed left, the neoliberal left, the freaking establishment left, uh, that retired under Trump so Trump could fill three, three Supreme Court slots. Okay. Biden could easily expand that court. There's no rule that says he cannot do that, by the way. There's no rule. There's no constitutional rule. There's no nothing that says he can't do that. But he didn't. He could have stacked the court, did not do it. Did not do it. Why not? I mean, seriously, why not? So if you look around, and I, I think you could pretty much see the Democrats have done absolutely not one fucking thing. The Greens are not in position to do anything. I don't know that draft uh, Bernie or whatever the People's Party is, is even a thing because, I mean, they're talking about trying to run Jimmy Dore as president, I, I, whatever. You got other idiots running around looking for Jesse the body, the libertarian Ventura. It's up to us. It's up to us. And I'm telling you right now, all of us are basically in a red dress with a white blinder on, sitting there as they just literally run game on us. And we're too feckless to be able to do anything about it. We're not willing to do anything about it because we're too busy with pretending it's not happening. Many of us are living pretty wealthy lives. Not me, unfortunately, or fortunately. It doesn't matter really at the end of the day when the tsunamis come, it doesn't matter. But I can tell you right now, if we don't take action, it's going to be nothing but a bloodbath, whether it be a civil war, whether it be just people dying from suicide because they're absolutely and utterly despondent, or whether it be that we're so ignorant about the monetary system that we allow the worst in society to raise interest rates, to quell inflation that's ridden by rich people. 
and pretend like taxes fund spending so we can't mitigate these problems and ultimately in the end go back to sleep as soon as the next democrat is elected and go back to brunch and folks i hate to say this but that's literally as base as this shit is so this coming saturday um i have two guests on macro and cheese podcast i have Professor Steve Keen and Michael Hudson joining me together, three of us, this Saturday, Macro and Cheese, Michael Hudson and Steve Keen. And we are talking about the real, real underlying power grab that has been exposed by Russia and Ukraine and the global economy and how that is being run by the imperialism of the United States. Very powerful conversation. Check it out. It'll be released Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all podcast platforms. Uh, Macro and Cheese is on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google, Amazon. Everything is everywhere. Please check out Macro and Cheese, greatest fucking podcast out there. I say that with a straight face. I know for a fact that much love is put into that podcast and you will get a lot out of it. The other thing is, is that we need your support. We need your donations. We need your volunteer time. We're trying to do this. I, I, I don't care if I'm an army of five or 10 or 15 or 20. We need to be more than that. And we have the right ideas. And I believe that if we can work together with other groups that will lay down their colors and just for the purpose of survival, find a way to organize, I think we can get out of this mess. So please go to our website, realprogressives.org, go to how to get involved and click volunteer. Also click donate, please. It's right there on the front page. You go there, please donate. With that, I'm Steve Grumbine with Real Progressives and Real Progress in Action saying have a great day and I am out of here. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support our efforts please take a moment to subscribe and check out our other work on the real progress in action youtube channel and visit our sister organization's website at realprogressives.org